Ready? Born ready. All right. So imagine being loud and wrong. Hmm. That's what we have. Jordan Lucas, he's come all the way back and has apologized to Karen Civil. Why? Because she actually did perform a lot of what she said she would associated with that contract. So today, that's what we're covering on that slot. We're going to talk about that situation and talk about some other things you guys should look at from an artist's perspective entering into a management agreement. Let's go, y'all. He's such a good lawyer that by tomorrow morning, you're going to be working in Alaska. So dress warm. It is That's Long Thursday. We back another Thursday, y'all. Welcome back to the pod. Y'all know what it is. This is uh, That's Law, the podcast with attorney Durante Partridge. Of course, I am attorney Durante Partridge. Welcome back. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Today, we're going to revisit an old pod and sort of segue into some new stuff. And, you know, we got a little bit of a plot twist going on with this Karen Civil, Jordan Lucas stuff or whatnot. But nonetheless, we're going to touch on that. And then we're going to talk about, um, you know, just breaking down a contract. We're going to talk about a common contract uh, that we commonly see in my firm and that we've been dealing with a lot lately dealing with management contracts so an artist and manager how how does that relationship coincide what does that look like you know and and what does from an artist perspective and we'll break it down from a manager's perspective later but from an artist's perspective what should you look for in a manager and a manager's contract things like that so just digging into a little bit of the practical side of the law and just kind of what we do and, um, you know, just just giving you guys some nuggets as it relates to that. But, of course, let me give the disclaimer. The disclaimer, of course, is that this is only for educational and entertainment purposes only. Uh, please do not take anything from this podcast and misconstrue it as legal advice. Uh, legal advice would come from a lawyer and client relationship. Obviously, this is a podcast, so you guys are not my client. Uh, so again, do not take any of this as legal advice. So with that being said, let's <gasps> jump right into it. So if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, well, last month, uh, September, um, we were talking about the Karen Civil situation with Jordan Lucas. In that situation, Jordan Lucas came out and said that he paid Karen Civil 60 grand and she basically ran off with his money. She didn't do anything. Uh, they signed a contract. And as you guys know, we sort of looked at that contract and broke it down a little bit and saw that the contract was very vague. So there wasn't a lot there. It really didn't hold Karen accountable uh, for doing anything. And, you know, long story short, there's been a plot twist. Jordan Lucas came out and apologized to Karen Silver as to the way that he went about putting on blast, basically. Um, sounds like <laughs> some Olivia Pope stuff to me, scandal. But nonetheless, Jordan Lucas apologized, stating that, uh, you know, the way that he went about it wasn't 100% right, but he should have maybe checked his tone and, and did it a little bit different because she did do some of the things that she said she would do within the agreement. Yep. And, you know, that was that. So uh, sounds like that that 
didn't work out too well for Joyner. Uh, being a new artist, he was, as we stated on the old pod, uh, he was in a position where he wanted to advance and he wanted to take the shortcut and do that. And he paid Karen and she essentially did what she was supposed to do. And uh, in that situation, uh, you know, again, he came out, he apologized, and that was that. So that's what we're talking about as it relates to reading contracts, making sure that the contract has exactly what you want in the contract, and being able to hold the other person on the other side of the contract accountable. So in that particular situation, again, making sure that there are some metrics uh, that Karen Civil in that situation would have to, you know, meet. Uh, what what are some of those things, some of those achievements that she would need to say that we could we could measure basically as it relates to, okay, this is what I paid you $60,000 for, for you to get this result. How do we incorporate that into a contract? So with that being said, let's, let's segue into what we're going to talk about today. And again, we're going to break down a management agreement from the perspective of an artist. Uh, this differs a lot from that of a perspective of, uh, from the perspective rather of a manager, because you're going to look for different things as it relates to that. But uh, a lot of these contracts have been coming across my desk recently, you know, to review, to draft, and just people have general questions about what what should I do uh, when I'm looking for a manager? Should I go after, you know, the well-known person, the big name? You know, what, what should I do? How does that, you know, affect me? And what it comes down to, you can get anyone to be your manager. Obviously, you want to make sure that you have someone that has relationships within the industry and knows what they're doing uh, when we're talking about music specifically. Um, but what you want to make sure is that the paperwork is right, because no matter who you get, you guys can go out and have a ton of success. But if the documents aren't right and you're giving up half of all of your income and your money uh, only by way of a manager, especially with some of the bigger name management uh, companies and agencies and individuals, uh, they they might be charging a premium from a commission standpoint. So you just want to make sure that you're able actually to make money when you do lock in with that particular manager. So what should we look for uh, from from a manager and a management agreement? And the first thing I would say is we should look at how long is the agreement? How long are we going to be attached to this particular manager? Um, most management agreements can, you know, be three, anything from three to five years. Uh, some agreements can start at about 12 months and continue to grow from there. But I, I think the sweet spot, you know, in most situations are going to be that three to five year mark, because with that, it's going to give you an opportunity to work with the manager. The manager is going to learn how to work with you as an artist and what's working best for you. You guys are going to work and collaborate together to figure out how best to move your career in this situation. And typically that takes anywhere from a year to 18 months. So from that, you know, beginning stages, especially if you don't have a relationship previously uh, with this manager, be it personal or professional, um, you know, it's going to take some getting to know you. And that's with any relationship, typically uh, friendship, you know, you're dating a girl or guy, you know, you're going to have to get to know those people and get to understand how they work, what makes them go and things like that. And it's no different, you know, from a manager coming in to manage an artist. So you want to 
you know, get to know each other first within that first year, 18 months and strategize how to move forward. Now, this doesn't mean that you're not performing or not, you know, creating in that initial time period. But what it does mean is that you're just trying to get a feel for it. So after you get that feel, typically that second year going into that third year, you guys are hitting your stride. You're, you know, putting out music, the music's doing well and you're strategically being booked and things to that nature or whatnot. So that second year is typically, okay, now we're seeing some traction with what we're doing. And then in that third year, okay, now we're making money. And in that situation or whatnot, the managers brought you from point A to point B, or you guys have collaborated and worked together to get to that point. And now we're going to continue to make money together moving forward. So that's why I say that three to five year, uh, I guess, time slot with regard to locking in with the manager. The second thing that I would tell you guys to look for is how much money are you paying the manager and, and how is the manager being paid? Uh, typically in a management agreement, and I've seen some stuff being here in Atlanta, they, a lot of people call Atlanta Caplanta uh, because there are a lot of people that are scamming and, you know, that are industry adjacent. And, you know, basically they have some, some funny contracts and some funny agreements uh, that they're making with people whereby managers are being paid an uh, upfront fee per month you know, to advise and manage an artist when typically it doesn't work that way. Typically it works on a commission basis. Uh, management, you know, can make anywhere from 10 to 20%. In some situations I've seen where managers make a little bit more, it just depends on the experience and the success rate that they have. So you want to take a look at those things. Um, how long has this person been in the industry? How much does this person know about the industry? Um, what, what, you know, has their success rate and ratio been thus far? How does that look? You know, so that really depends on or rather dictates what that percentage looks like, um, you know, when we're talking about a manager. But in that situation, you you just want to make sure that you lock in and that you're not paying someone on a monthly basis, because even when you're paying someone on a monthly basis, typically, I've seen in those same situations, that person also wants a commission as well. So not only are you paying out of pocket money that you could be using to invest in yourself as an indie artist or a young artist, or if you have a budget from a label, you know, you're using your budget to basically pay a manager to manage your career. So you want to be careful about those things and you want to bring in a manager that is willing to work on a commission basis. Uh, typically, what I would also advise my clients when they're paying their manager is that the manager is paid off of the net income and not the gross. And when we talk about net income versus gross, what we're talking about in that situation is if you're an artist and let's say you make $100,000, um, you have to pay taxes, you have to pay you know, bills, maybe you uh, made the money doing a show, a live show. So you have to pay the expenses associated with that show as well. So if the manager is, let's say, locked in at 20%, then off the top, that manager's making $20,000 before you pay any of the bills that you need to pay. So that's, that's why it's important to pay off of the net. Pay all of the bills that you need to take care of so that you're not getting the small piece of the pie, so to speak. Uh, so again, with that same $100,000, if you have $50,000 in expenses, then you've only netted $50,000. So instead of paying the manager 
20% of 100,000, you would be paying 20% of the 50,000, which, you know, reduces that management percentage to 10,000 as opposed to 20,000. So that's just a quick uh, example with regard to the numbers. Not don't want to dig too much into that, but nonetheless, those are some things that you want to you know look at as it relates to that. Uh, one of the most important things that I think you know with the management agreement you want to look at as well is what and and again relating back to that Karen Civil situation, what is this manager supposed to do for me? And typically, the manager you know acts as your personal advisor. This is the person that's going to take your career and help you structure and strategize a way to take your career to the next level. So this person's advising you on a daily basis as to what you should do. This person is helping you close deals. This person is finding you opportunities to operate uh, more efficiently uh, and also finding you deals to make money, to perform. Um, the, not to confuse this person, you know, management wise with an agent, a talent agent who will go out and seek shows and things like that. But sometimes that the, the lines are blurred. So managers, you know, will do things like that as well for the artist. But nonetheless, you know, you just want someone that's going to be in your corner that knows you that has your best interest at heart that wants you to go to the next level overall. So you want to make sure that you're working with someone that you trust. And in agreements as well, what we see a lot of the times is managers are able to operate on a basis where they're able to enter into deals for their clients uh, through a quasi power of attorney. When I say quasi, you know, sort of, kind of, um, not straightforward power of attorney, but nonetheless, you know, there's some language in management contracts typically that gives the manager the authority to sign agreements or to enter into agreements on behalf of their clients. So you want to make sure that if you're working with someone that you know for sure that that person has your best interest at heart because that person could enter you into an agreement that could solely benefit them, right? So you just want to make sure that you're understanding of that person and you trust that person and you really, you know, are able to allow that person to carry your career just as well as you would. And, you know, you guys are trustworthy with regard to that. Um, another thing that I like to put into my management agreements and I like to see in management agreements is, you know, again, just based on that performance, what are you going to do for me to allow me to go to the next level? How can I hold you accountable, so to speak, as an artist to be my manager? So I want to make sure that we have something in there to say, that the manager will do X, Y, and Z. You know, you will go out and procure, procure opportunities for me. Uh, you will go out and make sure that, you know, we are in the right deals and things like that. So you just want to make sure that that language is in there as well. Uh, and then last but not least, because management agreements are really straightforward and there's some wiggle room that you have in them, but, you know, there are some things that are really rigid as it relates to those type of agreements. But uh, last but not least, with regard to that, you want to have an exit strategy. And I, I typically like to have that in any contract that I'm looking at or that I'm drafting because you don't want to be in a contract where you're just stuck. So you want to make sure that there's some language with regard to termination. If that person is not doing what they're supposed to do, uh, that you're able to get out of that agreement and you're able to move forward. And then most importantly, as it relates to that, 
when you are in a position where you're terminating that agreement, you don't owe that manager any more money or any you know monies down the line or anything along those lines, uh, especially if they have not performed at the level where they're supposed to perform. So you know that, that's just a real quick, I guess, look with regard to management agreements and just agreements overall. And we'll we'll do a little bit more of these as well, you know, as we continue to flush out the podcast. But just wanted to touch on a, a basic and common agreement uh, this time to see what you guys think and to get your feedback as it relates to that. So definitely, definitely, definitely comment uh, if you've not already like subscribe, follow us. But definitely leave us feedback and let us know if you like content like this and you want more of this type of content, uh, not only in the music industry, but in other industries as well um, that we operate in. So let us know and, you know, we'll we'll definitely continue to deliver that content and, you know, and, and also weave in that pop culture as well, because it's, it's always great to have that practical information um, that goes with that. So, you know, let us know. Give us that feedback. But that's that's that. That's a management contract in a nutshell. So at this time, y'all know what we like to do. We like to make sure that we answer you guys' questions. So let's see if we have any questions today. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to call my brother. I better call my housekeeper. I got to call my lawyer. Can I make a that sound good? I want to check with my attorney. Call my lawyer to get the charge. I'm going to call my lawyer. Call my lawyer. Call my lawyer to get the charge. Mama, call my lawyer. Call the time to go to trial. No, read me. No charges. Call my lawyer. I said I need a lawyer. All right, all right, all right. We back. Yeah. So, so the question for today, you asked about the contracts. We had one from one of our uh, Twitter followers uh, at IN Center. And they asked, what are three to five, but you can give us three okay. key words to look for in a contract that we might see gloss over and, you know, really didn't know about? I got you. Um, three terms that I look for in contracts. One of, one of the first things I look for, uh, especially when I'm doing anything entertainment-based, is a granting of rights. And typically, in most entertainment contracts, um, not necessarily management contracts, but you can sort of see it in there as well. That might be language where uh, an artist is granting rights to a third party or whomever they're entering into a contract with. And what that means typically is, you know, you're giving up a piece of your intellectual property. You know, you're giving up a piece of what makes you money. So you want to definitely watch out for that and understand that uh, just in case, you know, that was not anything that was negotiated uh, in advance or that you did not know about or weren't aware about um another thing dealing with the length of the agreement so taking it back to talking about the management contract we want to make sure that we know how long the length of an agreement is uh but when we talk about time there's a term by the name of perpetuity that a lot of people just do not understand um when they see that word they you know sort of gloss over it and keep it going but uh in a nutshell perpetuity means forever so be cognizant of that. And when I say cognizant, be aware of that so that you'll understand, <laughs> you know, perpetuity. You can be locked down for a long time, depending on where that word falls. So you just want to make sure. And typically perpetuity and grant of rights sort of go hand in hand in some contracts. So just watch out for that. Uh, and then the last thing, you know, now that we're in a time where artists are not only making money, 
uh, specifically with music industry, they're not only making money with music, but we're also making money with clothing brands, uh, endorsements, film, television, other areas. Uh, we have to talk about and consider ancillary rights. So we want to make sure that we see that word as well and understand what that is, because a lot of clients, um, when they come to that word, it's another one that they just gloss over, don't understand, don't you know really get. But in that situation, again, we're giving up a piece of you know the pie. So we want to make sure that we understand that. And in a nutshell, basically, it's it's a three sixty uh, type deal uh, when you see that that word there. So you just want to make sure that you understand not only will the person that you know you're engaging in contract or the business you're engaging in contract with make money off of the music itself, but they will be able to also make money elsewhere, uh, live shows, performances, like I said, clothing brands and endorsements, things like that, uh, just you know, as being under contract with you. So you just want to look out for those three things. I, I think those are probably some of the most important. There are obviously others, um, but I think those are probably the most common that I have questions about uh, when I speak to certain clients, uh, especially my music clients. So great question for sure. So um, definitely look out for those. So yeah, um, man, great pod this week. Uh, again, you know, you, if you guys like this type of content, definitely comment, let us know uh, that you want more of it. And we definitely will deliver. Uh, I definitely want to shout out the team of Just Eldridge Media. Definitely appreciate them for, you know, keeping us going and, and delivering this content to you guys weekly. So shout out to them. Shout out to, you know, everyone. Shout out to you guys for tuning in. And just be mindful. You know, when you're engaging in contracts and you're doing deals with people, it's not about facts. It's not about opinions. It's about the law. That's law, y'all. We'll see you.